This guy, Michael McDowell, uh, he's been everywhere over the last uh, 72, what, however, three or four days. Uh, you're a Daytona 500 winner joining us here in the Freak Nation. And did, did you get any help from former Daytona 500 winners, Michael McDowell, about how crazy it would be for you for the next three or four days, or at least the week after you went into the Daytona 500? Um, you know, no, I didn't. But I got a couple <laughs> texts for, from a few of them yesterday that were, um, I think, enjoying asking me if I was uh, wore out yet. Um <laughs> I mean, it's awesome, and I wouldn't change it for the world. It's uh, it's you know, just a such a cool experience, um, just to take it all in. But I'm not gonna lie, it's been busy, <laughs> and it's um, yeah, it's been really cool. Michael McDowell, your 2021 Daytona 500 winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation. Kind of walk me through your your day, maybe a day after you won the race, from beginning to end. Have you had your your ear to a phone, your face in a camera, 24 seven? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say pretty close to that. Um, you know, there's been a few times, you know, some little breaks here and there and, and, but yeah, it, it's been jam packed and it's been, um, you know, we, we went from, you know, the media, um, sort of tour in Daytona and all the victory lane stuff and then some, you know, national TV, uh, from Daytona. And then we hopped on the plane, came to Charlotte. Um, and I had a little bit of time with my family, um, that evening, which was nice. And, uh, then the next day it just really ramped up. You know, we basically went from, from six to six, just nonstop every five, 10, 15 minutes, um, doing interviews. And, and today was kind of a mix of that. Um, we did some, some photos and some, you know, some video shoots with you know, Fox and a few others and, um, so, you know, it's, it's not like it's winding down, but yesterday was, was definitely, uh, all hands on deck. So when does life get back to normal for a Daytona 500 winner or does it ever? And do you care? Um, I don't care. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm just enjoying the moment. Yeah. I mean, you guys know, I mean, we've been, we've been friends for a long time. It's been a long road, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been tough, so I'm just taking it all in and enjoying it, and and I'm in no rush for sure. It's just, it was awesome watching you in the race, and you were there pretty much the entire second half of the race, throughout the race, just like last year, just like other years prior. So it's just awesome to see it finally pay off, because Daytona and Talladega, sometimes it comes down to location, just like real estate. Location, 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 and bam, it paid off for you. It was just amazing to see i can only imagine what's going through your head even a week later yeah it is it's awesome and um you know i we worked really hard in the race to get into that position and i and i felt like i needed to be in that top three coming to the white and and felt like i was in the right spot and you know you just never know like you said it's not the first time that we've been in the top five you know coming to the white flag but um, everything has to go just your way, but I felt like we were in a really good spot and had good momentum and, you know, um, it could go either way on any of these races, but you know, it was our day and uh, we're super thankful for it. Michael McDowell don't remember who made the move to start the chain reaction, but once it all started, you were there in the right place and it just proves you can't get started too early. You have to wait almost until after the white flag falls, maybe the last turn. So much happens between the last turn and the finish line. Yeah, it just really depends on where you're sitting. And and for me, that's why it was so important to get into that top three um, before we got to the white, because 
you know, if you're sixth or seventh, you know, you do have to make a move with two or three to go because mm. you're not going to win the race from sixth or seventh. So you have to put yourself in that position if you're trying to win the race, you know, and, and I think that, um, that that's the biggest thing is that, you, you know, I think Denny Hamlin said it after the race, you know, in his spot, he wasn't going to win the race because he was running that, he was sixth or seventh coming to the white flag. And, um, and so that's how I felt. I felt like I needed to be in those top three and, and we worked really hard to get there. Uh, and then when that white flag came out, I felt like I was at least in position to have a shot at it. And, and it all worked out. And as far as when to make the move, my plan was to stay with the two car uh, until we got, you know, to turn three. And I knew that he wasn't going to ride behind Joey. I mean, uh, Brad wants to win that race, you know, bad. And we all know that. And Joey is great at uh, super speedway racing and protecting um, and, and making those moves. And, and so I knew that there was potential that when Brad made the move that Joey would defend and that would create an opportunity for me. I, I didn't think they would both crash. Um, but I was just planning on letting them kind of play that out and, and taking advantage of that opportunity. Oh my gosh. I'm just sitting here listening to you. I just got this massive smile across my face yet again, exactly in that moment of when that all happened. And we're like, Oh my God, McDowell's going to do it. I mean, the entire state of Arizona exploded for you. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, you're just overwhelmed with, you know, emotion and, and just the excitement. And, you know, there's so many people that, you know, help me get to where I'm at and, you know, for your friends and your family and your fans and, um, you know, it's, it's been a long journey. So it was just, yeah, it's super gratifying. And, and, you know, like I said, we're not gonna, we're not gonna forget it. That's for sure. Michael McDowell, you were there at the end with the million dollar programs, the million dollar sponsors. You don't have as many resources as those teams do, but you were able to put yourself right in the middle of the mix, ready to win the Daytona 500. How'd you do that? Well, I think that there's there's a few factors. The super speedways are, you know, definitely opportunity races because they, they level the playing field a little bit. I mean, we still see the fastest teams and fastest cars up there. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, so, you know, part of it is the fact that, you know, as a, a medium-sized team, you know, that particular package does level the playing field a little bit. But the other side of it is, is that we know that going to Daytona and Talladega is our best shot. And so we put extra emphasis on those races because we know that this is our opportunity. So we build, you know, race cars, um, and we build the nicest, fastest race cars we can. And, and I feel like we actually have a really good super speedway program and our cars are, you know, top 10 cars going there. And that's what you need to put yourself in position. And so, so I, I do feel like there's a few factors there. And then, you know, for me, it's the experience of, being in that top five a few times now coming to the white mm. flag and not making the right moves, you know, pulling out too soon or, or not going with, in the right lane or not going with the right car and not, you know, dragging back to get the right push. And so I've, I've screwed it up enough over the last three or four years that I've learned from those and, and I've gained that experience and, and I felt really confident with what I needed to do and how I needed to do it. And, um, you know, I, it all just worked out. I mean, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it's crazy and it's awesome. Well, take that into consideration now with, of course, the, the Daytona road course this weekend and then the other future road courses. We know your history of, of running all kinds, all forms of 
race cars. Road to Indy champion right here as well. Let's not forget that. How can you apply what you just said, or can you, given the disparity in costs when it comes to the super-funded teams with these road courses? Because we know your experience on road course at one time was second to none with a lot of these cup guys. Yeah, I think that um, I do feel like we'll run well, you know, this weekend coming up at the Daytona Roval. Um, I, the gap is bigger, though. I mean, it just is. I mean, it's it's to the point where, you know, I can make a, a difference for sure, and my experience can make a difference, but um, it's still really challenging to run in the top ten, even at these road courses. All the guys are so good at it now with simulation and, and all the tools that they have to practice, and you know, these are world-class drivers, as, as you guys know. And, and now everybody in the Cup Series puts an emphasis on, on road racing. And, and so it's just not as easy it used to be where you, you could jump in and, and maybe you didn't have, like, the, the most, you know, top-notch equipment, but you could still run pretty good. It's definitely harder at the road courses. But, you know, I feel like Front Road Motorsports and, and, and our whole program, we've made such big gains over the last, you know, three years, not – everywhere super speedways road courses everywhere so uh i mean going there i think that we will be able to run in the top 10 and maybe even the top five and um just like daytona if you do that you're going to put yourself in position um you know chase elliott's been you know the class of the field of the road courses and and had a ton of speed and um you know so things are going to have to you know go perfect for us to to contend um but i do feel like we can run top five top 10 and, and have an opportunity to you know put ourselves in the conversation again how do you expect Jamie and your kids to address you now? Hey, it's not hey dad or hey honey, it's hey Daytona 500 winner. Yeah, um, you guys know that as soon as I got home, it was all back to reality. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, having four kids and you know life is crazy, and you know you got schoolwork and chores and and fights and yeah, I mean it's just awesome. It's just the way it should be. So. Um, yeah, for me, you know, I was right back to reality very quickly and, um, and I'm thankful for that. I mean, you guys know I'm not mm-hmm. a big deal. I'm just a, a squirrel that, you know, happens to, uh, to get to do something really cool. And <laughs> now I just happen to win the biggest race in the world. So it's, it's pretty crazy, but, um, just trying to stay grounded and, and enjoy the journey. Oh, wow. Well, buddy, you know, we're so- proud of you, right? Yeah, I know it. Thank you, guys. It's awesome. Michael McDowell, 2021 Daytona 500 winner, joining us here in the Freak Nation, a longtime Freak Nation member joining us. Michael, thank you, buddy. Thank you, guys. Flat out awesome. Again, Michael McDowell here in the Freak Nation.